0: It's time for Calling All Sports. Today's show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Dakota Beverage, Hussett Speedway, Comfort King, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.
1: Yeah, it's a warm one out there. Yesterday was pretty warm too. I'm Mark Ovenden. Glad to be with you today on calling all sports. Glad to be back. I was out yesterday. I was actually at the uh, at Dakota Dunes, the country club down in North Sioux City. Uh, just one of my favorite tracks. Love that place, and it's it's amazing how they've rebounded from the flood. They um, they're doing bigger and better now, I think, than ever. The course was in terrific shape. Uh, thanks to uh, Pat Schultz for inviting me to the Metro Sports event that they had yesterday with a 120 golfers, and uh, I got a chance to spend the day with three of my dear friends, Matt Smith, who I play with every year on the 100 holes of golf. Pat Lockwood and I have known each other since Ryan was a baby, my Ryan, so that's 40, almost 42 years, and uh, and he is just a terrific golfer and a terrific guy. Just we, we we've had so much fun together over the years. Mostly golfing, but some hunting and some other activities as well. And uh, and also Max Jensen, who worked with me for many years at KDLT, and we went on all kinds of trips together. You hear me talking about Hunty now, because Hunty's the guy that goes with me to all the NCAA tournaments, and we go to cover all kinds of cool stuff. And, and prior to Hunty, it was Max. And uh, so, yeah, the three of us got a chance to spend the day together yesterday. I didn't contribute much because I'm still not back hitting the ball. But um, I've got a little bit of a shoulder problem in addition to my recovering from my prostate cancer surgery. But maybe it's just as well. I'm trying to look at this as a, as a God thing. He's, he's doing whatever he can to slow me down so I don't jump back in too early and do too much. I Just wish it wasn't a shoulder injury. But uh, I'm working on that, trying to get it better. Had some rehab starting on Friday, and, and hopefully that'll help. And I'll be back playing golf this summer. That's the plan. That is absolutely the plan. I will be back playing golf this summer, but not until I get the blessing of, uh, my physical therapist and my orthopedic guy. So coming up today in today's show, we're going to talk with Big John McCarthy, who I, I, we've never had him on the show before. It sounds like he's going to be a fun guest, uh, with Bellator MMA, a former referee, and now he's a commentator for him. And of course, uh, August 11th is when Logan Storley is going to be the main event out at the Pentagon when Bellator is here. And then in the second half of the show, we'll talk with Curtis Riggs. His storm have a big game coming up this week. Uh, they, it's, it's got big time playoff implications. So we'll be talking storm football as well. And, uh, thanks to Mike for doing the show for me yesterday. He's actually going to do the show the rest of the week for me, uh, tomorrow and Thursday and Friday. Friday is the Sammy, which is the Augustana Sam Milanovich Tournament. I got the good pleasure of getting to know Sammy while he was at John Carroll University in Cleveland as the coach. And uh, you talk about a guy who's fun. Holy cow. He was the life of the party. He sure was. And we miss him. I I think this is about 30 for the Sammy. 30 years or so that it's been going on. And it's just a, a wonderful Almost like a reunion of all of his friends. And now it's younger guys who maybe didn't even know him who have gotten to know him through all the rest of the older guys who knew him. And, and it's really a fun event. So yeah, uh, thanks to Mike for helping me out here when, when there's other things calling my name, which Friday absolutely is. So we'll talk to Big John when we come back. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This
0: portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.
1: And welcome back. I'm glad the show's only an hour because the air conditioning is is on the fritz here at the uh, radio station. And uh, it's 90... What is it outside? I don't know. It was almost 100 yesterday. I'm not sure what it is today, but... It's a little warm in here. I think I'm going to be just fine, but I sure wouldn't want to be here all day long, that's for sure. I know they're working on it, and I think they've got it going. I think they've got it going the right direction, but uh, our next guest, our first guest is Big John McCarthy. You're down in Tennessee. What What's our temp down there, John? Uh, you know, it was really
2: humid and hot, and then all of a sudden uh, the, the clouds rolled in, and they've been dumping a ton of water on it, so it's a little cooler. It's probably down to about 74.
1: Boy, we could use that. We are in a horrible drought here. It's just isn't it amazing how the weather can kind of there there are some times in your life where you just absolutely dread having rain or storms or whatever. And right now anybody that lives in this part of the world is just like doing a rain dance. Like the other night I woke up in the middle of the night and it had started raining and I just got, I went out on my porch and stood in it. How crazy is that? <laughs> just
2: watching it. I don't blame
1: you. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Alright, so uh, tell me how you got involved in the sport of MMA in the first place, because we'll talk about what you're doing when you're here, but I'm just curious, because it's, you know, it's a little bit newer sport. It's hadn't been around as long as, you know, baseball, basketball, football, whatever, but boy, it's sure gotten popular pretty fast.
2: Well, uh, you know, I was around before there was the sport, let's say, because I started with the Gracie's before there was ever any MMA in, uh, North America. Um, I was uh, training with them. There was a a marketing guy named Art Davey that came into the, the school that just had just opened up and he was trying to pump that he had this idea of you know who's the toughest guy. There was a huh. magazine article that had been done in Playboy magazine on Orion basing. He wanted Orion to fight it and uh just out of that, there became a relationship between Orion and Art Davey and uh, they were going to put on this show called War of the World and uh, basically ended up being changed to the Ultimate Fighting Championship. I was one of the sparring partners for Hoyt getting him ready for it and after the very first fight that happened, which was between a guy named Gerard Grudeau and Taylor Tooley, a big sumo wrestler, um, the referee didn't do what they wanted to do, so they pulled me over and they asked me hey we need you to referee and from that point you know i was at ufc1 but from ufc2 i was the referee for the sport
1: that's how you you just basically got dragged into it then
2: i I kind of fell into it that's the way you know like i I said there was there was you know nothing there when i started doing jiu-jitsu brazilian jiu-jitsu i just enjoyed the art and I, i really uh Fell in love with it, and then all of a sudden, the you know show came about where they were going to be able to highlight what you know Brazilian Jiu Jitsu was about, and that was something I believed in, and then then I was asked to be part of it, and I was part of it, uh, well up until today, so thirty years.
1: Wow, I know you're you're doing commentating. We'll talk about that, but I'm I'm curious what it was like for you to be in the ring with two with two guys or two gals, whatever, who are like just doing whatever they can to kill each other?
2: <laughs> well, there was, in the beginning, there were no, there were no women doing it. It was, uh, you know, it was kind of funny because everyone, you know, there was only a couple of people that actually understood what the style of fighting was and what you could do and how you could do it. Everyone had perceptions. They believed that the style that they had, and that's really what it was when it began, is it was a style versus style type of uh, contest. It was everyone believed in their styles, but you know a lot of them didn't really get to compete without a lot of rules. And what the uh, Ultimate Fighting Championship did in the beginning is it basically had had you know very few rules. In fact, when I first started, there was no biting and no eye gouging. Everything else was allowed: <laughs> groin strikes, Stuff, everything was allowed. Wow! Now slowly we started taking things away, but it was it was pretty much a free freefall. And they all believed in themselves, but quickly you know you could see where people realized, "Oops, I don't know enough, or I need to expand my knowledge base. I need to be able to strike, or I need to be able to grapple." Yeah. And so it was. That's how the sport really started, and the people that became good at it were the ones that were smart enough to realize. I need to know more than just one
1: art. Right, and, and it does seem like, as Big John McCarthy joins us, that someone like a Logan Storley, for example, who's from Webster, South Dakota, I've been covering him. I'm a TV sports guy, too, and I've been covering him since he was little. Um, you know, six state titles is just uh, – there's only a couple of guys that have ever done that. Uh, but That's it remarkable. seems like the wrestling, uh, ha- the wrestling side of things is where you're getting your best – fighters now because of the fact that they can kind of control what's going on in that octagon a little better is that a fair assessment
2: Uh, i would tell you that i believe that wrestling is the one art that absolutely allows the the competitor to make the decision on where the fight is going to be competed at is it going to be competed in the stand-up because i'm going to use my wrestling to stay on my feet and not be taken down and not allow this person to go to where they're good with submissions or things like that, and we're going to fight on the feet, or I have someone that's really good on their feet, and I'm going to take it to the ground to make it to where I'm going to use my wrestling and ground fighting skills to beat you down and to slowly diminish you, you're absolutely right. I believe that you know if you're going to have one set, because wrestling takes a long time for people to understand the positioning, the balance, the base, you know, there's a feel to it as far as understanding when someone's moving, how you move with them to stay in that position that you want to keep, and wrestling has been a fantastic foundation, and, and it's one of the, you know, the athletes that have come from wrestling into the sport of MMA have been some of the best that we've had.
1: And we've seen that with Logan a couple of times where I mean, he's he's become a great striker, but, but he doesn't come from that that background of being a boxer or a kicker or any of those things. I mean, he's a wrestler and we've seen him a couple of times when it, it appeared that maybe he might've been the underdog going in where he controlled the fight through his wrestling skills.
2: Oh, there's, well, as you said, Logan and not, not every wrestler's skill set transfers over into MMA. Well, Logan does. Logan is a phenomenal wrestler and he is, I always believe that Greco Roman and folk style wrestling, not freestyle wrestling, are the best uh foundations you can have for MMA. Logan is a great folk style wrestler, meaning that he knows how to control someone's body on the ground also. It's not just that takedown game like freestyle wrestling is. And yeah, but you know, you can take a look at you look at Logan's career and he has fought just outstanding, you know, strikers like Michael Venom Page where he won the interim title. You don't get any better in the striking realm than Michael, but Logan was able to take him out of his game, take yep. him off his feet, put him on the ground and keep him from actually being able to hurt Logan. But the one guy that Logan, you know, Logan's got two losses in his career and they're both to the same guy, a guy that can actually wrestle with Logan. He doesn't come from a wrestling background, but he learned through MMA. He started wrestling and he became so good at it. He can actually wrestle with Logan and he has a stand-up style that is difficult for Logan to deal with, and that's been the two times that Logan has been defeated was against Jaroslav Eberthoff, who was an undefeated welterweight champion in Bellator.
1: Yeah, and one of those I thought he'd won, to be perfectly honest. But when, when you think about that, <laughs> I'm, not that I'm biased, but I, I, thought I thought he won the first one. I thought he won the first one. But when he when he uh, beat MVP over in enemy turf, so to speak, you know, when he, it was in London, right? Isn't that when they fought? Um yep. what's it like for you when you're when you're you know a when you were a when you were a referee and you're in the ring but even now as a guy who's doing the color commentary for the fight what's it like when you're in a an environment like that which Logan will be in when you're here for that August 11th fight when a guy has such a huge home uh you know home court advantage so to speak the home crowd is on its side how 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 much fun is that to be part of that atmosphere?
2: Oh, it's fantastic. I tell everybody, you know, if you lo- if you watch MMA at all, you've got to go to a live event, and it's because there is an electricity that is running through that building. It's electric with the crowd and how excited they get, and they'll, they'll continue on. And there's, there's certain places that are just fantastic to be at for a fight, you know, and... Uh, it's something that you you have to experience because someone can tell you about it, you can watch it on TV, but until you're there and you've experienced it yourself, you'll never understand how special it is.
1: Big John McCarthy's our guest. And, and you've been to the Pentagon several times. I I know I went out the first bunch of times that there were fights because I, I had no idea what it was going to be like. And it was like, wow, this place was built for this. And it's also built for basketball oh. and volleyball, but it's great for MMA.
2: Yeah, you know it's funny because the first time I went to the Pentagon, when I walked in there, it reminded me of the movie Hoosiers. Yep. You know, it had that old time feel, but it was really cool. And then you, you look at how they set it up with the uh, the cage and where it's at and the the seating views that everyone. Gets. It's a fantastic place to watch fights, and that's why it's one of my favorites to go to.
1: I can't think of a better place because literally every seat in that house is relatively close to the cage.
2: Yeah, exactly, and it's steep, and so and it, it goes. You know, even if you've got one of the the higher, I guess, cheaper seats, you know, you've got a great view, and you can just get that, you know, that feel of what it's like when the crowd starts to really get behind someone, and you know, and I've watched the crowd there at the Pentagon have someone that they're rooting for and switch in the middle because they love the, the effort that one person's giving, and so that's it's always cool when you can watch someone go into foreign territory, and actually make the crowd kind of go to their side.
1: Now, that's not going to happen on August 11th. I'm just telling you. I
2: don't, I don't think it's going to happen for Brendan Ward. No, I don't think so.
1: No. <laughs> so which do you enjoy more, doing the color commentary, or did you really enjoy being in the ring?
2: No, I loved being in the ring. But, you know, there comes a point in time, you know, you got to figure I did it for 25 years, and I didn't want to be at that, that point where, I had people thinking that, oh, you're not the best and you should, you know, you're making mistakes. I, I wanted to go out on my terms and I was given the opportunity to work with Bellator, who I, I really, uh, loved and appreciated the promoter and Scott Coker. He was always someone that I dealt with when he was running Strike Force and other, uh, promotions and he was always a good man and uh, he offered me a job. And I figured, you know what? This is the time. Go out, go out when you're on top, and, and don't look back. And that's what I've tried to do.
1: Well, it sounds like you're having fun. That's that's the key to it. Um, what do you enjoy most about being, you know, having a having a mic in front of you and being able to? Are you a fan? Is that basically what it's like for you? Are you just kind of reacting?
2: Yeah, well, you you are, you know, you're a fan. But what you're trying to do, the way I try to do it, and way I like look at, look at the hardcore people know what's going on. You know, you can sit there and you can, you know, you can try to be that person that gets very technical about what's going on and and just nitpick little things. Or you can sit there and say, look, I want to make sure that the people that are just tuning in get an idea of what's really going on here. So I kind of talk, you know, like I'm talking to my mother. You know, I want it to be where, you know, she understands the sport. So try to simplify it as much as you can and get people to feel comfortable with what's happening you know, when you have two people that are in combat against each other, a lot of people, that scares them. And so you try to you know, explain that, you know, first off, it's competition. There's Although you'll see, you know, guys kind of going at each other or the women going at each other, there's a respect factor that comes with someone that will actually step into that cage, stand across from you, and give their best and take your best in return. At the end of it, there's, there is a respect factor. So the big part is to try to just get people to understand the basis of what's going on and help them enjoy
1: the fight well this has been great thanks uh john for being on the show big john mccarthy uh you'll be here on august 11th and we'll look forward to seeing you i look forward
2: to being there you take care
1: we'll have to do this again sometime what do you think oh, no problem all right thanks john again august 11th that's when logan storley fights out at the pentagon what part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors and will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com.
0: And when it comes to mattresses, there's no better choice than Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. That's right. Comfort King has been voted number one local best mattress for 14 years in a row. And they want to help you find comfy sleep. Sleep well, live well with Comfort King. Visit ComfortKing.net now and experience the comfort and quality you deserve. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await
1: you.
0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. Oh,
1: that was fun. Big John McCarthy, who will be here on August 11th, he'll be the commentator for the Bellator MMA fight for Logan Storley, amongst others. He's the main event on that, uh, that evening out at it's actually Friday night at the Pentagon. It's the Friday right before high school football starts. I can't believe it. August 18th, are our first high school football games. I am not ready for that. Anyway, uh, what a delightful discussion we had. Just a conversation. That's what the show is all about. It's not an interview show. It's a conversation show, and he was fun. Uh, I, I can imagine how much fun it was to be in the ring, but I'm guessing probably there does come a point in time where you feel a little safer, maybe, at a certain age, being outside the ring and just providing that commentary and, and like he says, uh, making it understandable for all of us, not just those who are the diehard fans, but everybody. If he can make it understandable for his mom, then the rest of us are going to enjoy it as well. So, yeah, that'll be great to have him here in Sioux Falls. Again, he's been here many times and loves the Pentagon. All right, coming up in the second half of the show, we're going to talk with Curtis Riggs, head coach and general manager of the Storm. Stay with us.
0: Get 11% off everything at Menards. Check out our